Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of DadCast. I'm your host, JP, joined by my co-host, Nick Martin. Nick, how are you today? I'm good, man. Just uh, just got done at the gym and getting ready to talk to LV, and then I'm going to do some MMA. Oh, <laughs> yes. And speaking yeah. of LV, today's guest is an amazing country singer, but more importantly, today we're going to talk about the fact that he is a dad. I'm assuming he's a dad, at least. Yeah, we know we are. Welcome to the show and DadCast. Mr. LV Shane, how are you, bud? What's up, guys? Thank you guys for having me. I'm doing great. How are y'all doing today? Um, I'm hungry. Hungry. <laughs> I'm very hungry. I'm doing this fasting thing, so I'm like many, many hours deep. So, but we're doing okay. We're holding strong, man. Well, man, I've definitely been there before. I actually just fasted yesterday for the first time uh, in a while. I did the uh, I did 14 hours yesterday. I got to where I was doing 16 all the time, and then in the middle of our pregnancy and the middle of quarantine, things just started slipping off a little bit, but. uh Luckily, we went into the quarantine in the best shape of our lives, so it ain't, it hasn't came all the way back yet. Oh, see, I went in in very poor shape, and I'm came in, you know, in the middle of it even worse. So we need to get back to, I don't know, twenty years ago, JP, and somewhere what Nick is at right now. That guy's lost like eighty pounds in the past year. Yeah, I'm actually, dude, I gained two pounds though. Oh, days, I'm a little bummed out. I'm up to two ten. I'm like, ah, oh. <laughs> oh, no, man, it, it fluctuates up and down like three to five pounds a day. They say anyway. So you're you're doing good. You look great. Yeah. Man. Well, I've got you a new up. training regimen too. So I was doing just super light weights, lots of cardio, and then we just switched it three days ago to extremely heavy weights and less cardio for the next three weeks, and then we're gonna bounce back into the more of like a CrossFit type thing, but. So this has just been nuts the last three days. I'm like, like JP said, I'm starving. <laughs> oh, the heavier I lift, the more I eat. You're not starving like I am, brother. Trust me. So no, LV, no. talk to me, man. Tell me about your fatherhood. How many kids do you have? Actually, I already know the answer to these questions, but to everyone watching and listening, they don't. Or maybe they do, but we're going to find out right now. Man, I've got one boy that's 15. I met him when he was five, when I met his mother. Um, he just started his freshman year of high school. So that one, and I've got a five and a half week old daughter here. So I got one in high school, one in diapers. Um, they just, <laughs> my whole family just took off to, uh, Somerset up the road here a while back. My, my little boy's got, um, braces. So he had to go to the orthodontist and, uh, mama needed some time out of the house. So they're all up there right now. Understand. But, yeah, man. Five and a half weeks. Congratulations on that. It's yeah, a it's man, congrats, a it's a baby girl, right? Awesome. Yeah, man, baby girl, Zaylin Journey, and Zaylin uh, Journey. That's a great name too. Caleb. Thank you, brother. My wife picked it out. Well, my wife created it actually. Uh, my mom called me one time, like two and a half, three years ago, like seven thirty in the morning. She said, "Hey, I just had a dream, and uh, Jesus told me that you were going to have a little girl. And I was like, well, that's great. Mom, it's 730 in the morning. I'm trying to sleep. Uh, we'll see if Jesus is right. Um, so then when we get pregnant, um, we had this name Zayla picked out. But a friend of ours had a little girl, and they ended up naming her Sayla. And these little girls are going to grow up together. So we were like, oh, man, we got to change our name because it's too close. And my wife uh, came up with Zaylin and she sent it to the family one day in a group message and her dad was like, Oh, you don't even know what that means. And she Googled it, man. And I swear, like, let me see if it works still. The very first thing, grab my phone right here, put this on the screen. 
What does the name Zalen mean? Oh, dang. It's all right, man. We got all the time. There's no pressure here. We're good. No, man. No, man. <laughs> well, it used to, as soon as you Googled it, it popped up gift from God at the top. So I was like, man, that's that's wild. So I don't know how, how y'all believe. Everybody can believe however they want to. That's the magic of living in this country. But uh, What does the name cool. Zalen mean? Oh, it's, it came up as Jalen on mine. Where are you from? We're from Oregon, so I'm I'm from Grants Pass, and then JP's in Medford, which is about we're about thirty miles apart from each other. But but Dude, but I love Oregon so much. I come to uh, I come to Eugene and Roseburg about okay. every year. Oh really? Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, have Roseburg you gone there? Minutes up the freeway from us. Yeah, have you gone there yet this year? No, I have not this year. But I'm on my way to Portland um, Monday. <laughs> Crazy. You got You're, you're going to be three hours away, man. <laughs> Come see me. I got a little show going on up there. Oh, good stuff. And we, we need to we need to also maybe, you know, in the future plan, you know, hey, Nick, the hive or something along those lines. Uh an LV Shane well, show a little bit closer actually, to our neck of the woods. Down at a winery in California in November, if I'm right. Um that I, I definitely want to come see you then. That's because it's a beautiful venue, but I I do want to try to get you up here to this. We're doing these live stream events that are amazing. Yeah, dude, that'd be sick. I love coming over to that side of the country. I, I uh, never really got to experience it until I started doing music. And since then, I, I made friends with a guy in uh, Eugene. His name's Josh Bidwell. He used to be a football player for, for the Packers. He was a kicker. And uh, I met him along the way, and he has a, a charity uh, golf scramble every year. And that's that's why that's I come over. That's where I've heard of him. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, I know that name. Yeah. Okay. The Bidwell Foundation, yeah. and they, yeah. they play there in Roseburg every year. So it's it's a really cool spot. We go up to the zoo there in, in Roseburg or the safari, the wildlife safari. Yeah. Oh, yeah. very cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, my kids love the wildlife safari. And it's funny, my lady is not a fan of ostriches. And, you know, they just come right up, right <laughs> up on you. And, and and seeing her panic and freak out over, it's just an ostrich, man, or an emu or whatever, something. But it, it's ever- hilarious. <laughs> You ever seen the uh, the stand up with Kevin Hart about the ostriches? <laughs> oh, you got to watch it, man! Yeah. It's hilarious. It's, it talks about this time when uh, Kevin Hart and this ostrich kind of got into a, a, a staring match, and then they ended up using this skit and putting it in one of the Jungle Book movies that he was in later on in life. So just check <laughs> it out; it's hilarious. That's oh, amazing. Awesome. So I I understand that. So your boy is is your stepson, which obviously the song "My Boy" right came from. Mm-hmm. And now you have this brand new little itty bitty baby girl. I know we're fresh into it. It's only five and a half weeks old. It, she, I apologize. I just referred to her as an it. My bad. Hey, man. And, These days, what do you know? You don't know till they're 18. <laughs> <laughs> true point. True point. But have you seen um, the parallels between the two? Have you, and I know it's so fresh, but is there any difference I mean, at least for LV Shane and parenthood uh, between the two yet. Man, the only difference that that I've noticed really that it's just kind of a sad difference is that I didn't get to experience this with with my boy. You know, I, I really wish I would have been able to be there for for these moments. And like, 
it's hard. It's, I feel like it's a lot harder to come into a child's life when they, they already have a foundation of people around them and then, and try to let them know that you want to be a part of that foundation as well, you know? And it's like, we're 10 years into that program right now. And and I still feel uh, the weight of that task from time to time, you know, and just like making sure that I'm doing what I need to be doing as a father or father figure or, or whatever, uh, to let him know that, you know, I, I want to be there for him the same way I want to be there for her. Right. But other than that, man, I mean, it's just like, it's just love, man. And, and admiration. I'm in the exact same boat as you almost, uh, my oldest, she is 16. She is also my stepdaughter, but I came into her life at about three and a half, four years old. And then we had my son and then my other daughter, who's 11 and eight respectively. And, you know, I'm, I'm her dad period, but she also has her real dad. Who's an awesome guy and also very much a part of her life. So, you know, she bounces back and forth between them and it's been like that from the beginning, but you know, it's the same thing. It's, it's pretty, it, it, it's, it can be tough sometimes because, you know, you know, juggling the two and, you know, you, you gotta figure out what your role is, at least for me. Uh, figuring out how to, how to balance the two, you know, delicately. Yeah. Delicately is, is the key. And I want to touch on that too. That's uh, I'm glad you brought that up about her dad being in the picture and, and being, you know, a great father. And it's like, for, for some reason, like, it seems like somewhere along the way, this song for some people has diverted from being a song about love and, 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 you know, a person coming into a child's life to be another person, love them. And it's kind of, to some people it's, it's been an insult I've discovered lately. And, and it, to me, like, I, I don't see how they could misconstrue that, but I guess if I'm looking at it empathetically, I could see how someone who is uh, freshly out of a relationship and maybe not being able to spend time with their child as much as they would want to, because, you know, divorce can just be nasty sometimes. And, uh, and I could see how that song could stir up some negative emotions for them, but but hey, man, this this song has never been intended to be a slap in the face towards biological fathers or or any kind of father. You know, I think uh, one guy in particular really his story really touched me and, and sticks out amongst all the stories I've heard. And this guy was messaging me on Facebook a bunch, and and I liked him. He he spoke my language, so I just I was like, man, here's my phone number. Just call me. I'm driving. You know, so he calls me up and he's like, man, you know what? I, my wife and I we've been separated for about three years now. She's, she's married a new guy, but you know, we got an eight year old little boy. And he said, I just wanted to let you know, I sent your song to her husband because I feel like that's what he is to my son when I'm not around. And I was like, dang man, like that's, that's, I feel like that's how we should be more right. Like, I feel like if we swallow our pride and, and we, we accept our fate in situations, but we know, if we take an, you know, an objective view at the other people involved in our children's life, you know, as long as we see love and compassion and teaching and all of these things coming from those people, I, I don't see how in the world we could ever have an issue with those people being in our children's life. You know, absolutely. Yeah, I give you some the viewpoint of a guy that is has uh, an ex with that's remarried and has that my kids have a stepdad. I'll tell you, it was a hundred percent like extremely hard realizing that there's going to be some other guy in their lives. And then, you know, once you get past the, the pride and the, 
you know, this, I'm their dad kind of thing and realize, Hey, this guy's there to protect them when I'm not around, like you were saying and love them and teach them, then it gets okay. But the, the initial shock of it is definitely like, Whoa, you know? Yeah, man. I've never been in that, in your position. Right. So I don't know how that feels, but I used to get pissed off when I would get these messages from people like talking this one guy in particular, he was like, he was just dogging me all over my social media and I responded to him. Finally, I, I usually don't respond, but I was just like, cool story, bro. You know, whatever. And I was a smart ass about it. Well, then I went and looked at his Facebook page and I kind of crept on him a little bit. And I noticed like three, four months before that, every post he made was with him and his son. And then after this certain point, all of a sudden it was like, it went from all these great posts of him and his son, like smiling and spending time together to being pissed off about baby, baby mama and her new boyfriend. And, and like, he's not getting to see his kids. So I was like, of course this guy's pissed off. Right. Like if I put myself in his shoes, I would be pissed off too, you know, but like I said, I I can't put my, I I can't put myself in, in that guy's shoes. I feel for those guys now, though. So, like, now when I see those messages, instead of being mad, all of a sudden I'm just like, dang, man, I hope this guy and his family or his child or his ex or whatever are able to get in a better place to where this song doesn't hurt them, but where maybe there's someone that comes into their life that everyone is happy about being around their child, you know? So that's just something that's been really weighing on me lately because it's only been happening recently. And I guess maybe because more and more people are hearing the song, but, uh, it's, that's been a tough one to kind of navigate. Yeah. On a positive note though, like when my wife and I first heard the song, our friend, our manager, Ben Carey is in kind of the same position as you. So we called him up like, Ben, dude, you got to check out this song. This is like, this is you and Jaden, dude. This is, this is you guys. This is how you feel about Jaden. And so he checked it out. He's like, Oh my gosh, this, this is crazy. No, it's yeah, a, man. It's, yeah, it's it, you, there's good things and then and there's always going to be bad things. Nick dropping names once again. Ben Carey. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, Paul McCarthy McGrath, told no. <laughs> me it's not cool to name drop. So, oh, uh, we have no shame. We we yeah, we, we name none. drop every single time, Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. And uh, that's but great. hey, speaking of, it's a good segue. Uh, Elvis Shane, if you would be so kind and you are willing and able, uh, since we are talking about said song. How about my boy right here on Dadcast? I'll play it for you guys the way I've been playing it live here lately. He ain't got my smile that don't bother me a bit. He's got somebody else's eyes. I'm seeing myself in I'm holding on to every moment God knows I missed you The day we met I knew I had some catching up to do He ain't my but ain't got my name But if he did I'd feel the same I wasn't there for his first steps But I ain't missed Ball game, yeah. And that ain't ever gonna change. I can never walk away. Yeah, he's my son, and that's my choice. He ain't my blood, he's mine. He's mine, boy. You hit me like a train. 
first time he called me dad in a three stick figure crayon picture with all of us holding hands. His mama said, I understand if it's too soon to freeze. I didn't let her finish, I took it to the kitchen and I stuck it on the freezer. He ain't my blood, ain't got my name, but if he did, I feel the same. I wasn't there for his first steps, but I ain't missed the ball game yet. And that ain't ever gonna change. I can never walk away. Yeah, he's my son, that's my choice. He ain't my blood, he's mine, he's mine for me. We knew when we put this song out that maybe there was a chance it was going to touch people that were in similar situations as I was. But we knew for a lot of those folks that one word in particular was going to be wrong, so uh, tried to go back to the drawing board and fix it. She's Saturday morning cartoons. She's aching to sleep in your room. She's bigger than the plans I had. She's making me a better man. She ain't my blood, ain't got my name. But if she did, I'd feel the same. I wasn't there for her first steps, but I ain't missed the ball game yet. And that ain't ever gonna change. I can never walk away. Yes, she's my baby, my whole world. She ain't my blood, she's mine. She's my girl. Yeah, he's mine. Oh, so good. You gave me the heebie jeebies, man. And then you <laughs> switched you, it up and went right into my girl part, and boom. And I mean, that, that struck a major chord with me, man. Well done. My boy slash my girl, Elvis Shane, yeah. live on Dadcast. Thank you for that, man. That's amazing. Good, yeah, good really? stuff. See, it's all love, man. There ain't nothing but love in that song. And it, uh, it's so cool, too, the different ways people have, have told me that they've been able to relate to it from from foster parents, step-parents, adoptive parents, coaches. Uh, I had a surrogate mother come up to me at a show one time and be like, you know, hey, you know, I'm still very heavily involved in this child's life that I was a surrogate for, and, and I, I feel like that's our song, you know. So thanks to all the people out there uh, – enjoying the song in, in so many different ways. Now, how long into uh, you being the father role to your son did you write that song? I believe, let's see, 2016. So I, I met her in 2012, so about four years. He was probably nine years old. Um, and, dude, you know, I, I get a lot of credit for this song, but, you know, there's there's three other stories inserted into this song. This is me and three guys sitting on the back porch uh, talking about this stuff. And, and out of the four of us, three of us were in some kind of relationship that could be associated with either like a step family or uh, uh, the second verse. Three uh, hit me like a train the first time he called me dad and a three stick figure crayon picture with all of us holding hands. That came from a story of uh, one of my co-writers showing up 
to his girlfriend's house one evening and a little boy walking in from school and having a drawing of them. And it said, dad, me and mom. And, you know, dad, and we were able to do this in the music video too, but dad had long hair, mom had short hair, you know? So if you've seen the music video, you see that on the, uh, it just so happened that the actors we picked ended up having dad had long hair, mom had short hair. So it was very obvious in that picture to him that day that that little boy was calling him dad. And we were like, man, what a beautiful picture of, you know, and, and also it just goes to show, you know, how relatable the subject is with, with the four of us being able to write this song. And, and a lot of, a lot of, uh, I always go back to God, but, uh, it took me four years to write another song. Anyone was interested in. So the proof is in the pudding. You know? <laughs> <laughs> how many songs are on tap for that baby girl of yours? Huh? I know there's something, something swirling around and up in your head, man. Yeah, man, I'm trying to figure something out. You know, I, I, I try to let them come to me more than chase them. Sometimes I, I only chase them when I when I get a hold of them a little bit and they try to run away. But uh, something will be coming. You know, we got this this next, uh, you know, I've been working on this this record that we're going to eventually put out for my whole life. And now I'm I'm still in the process of working on this record, but making plans for the next record too. And, uh, and kind of putting that whole thing together. So I'm going to, I'm going to put a challenge out for you, man. You ready? All right. I challenge you don't chase it, but you know, eventually that song written and performed when uh, Brett young closes for you at a show, (laughs) (laughs) you know, you're not opening Brett young's closing. (laughs) Cause we've had Brett, we've had Brett on the show too. I don't know if you've ever performed with him or not, but, uh, that's the status I want to see LV Shane at, man, doing a, a show have, that man. large. I've, I've played a couple shows with Brett. I've never, uh, I haven't met him yet, but uh, I've never heard anything but good things about him. I know his crew, some of our stuff got left behind at a show one time, and, and part of his crew made sure that it got back to one of my guys. So kudos That's to those great. guys. Yeah. Yeah, he seems like a super nice guy. I've met him a couple of times, and he's like, he's been super nice and just super gracious of what he's done and everything. So. Yeah, I man, he he kind of got started. I didn't know. I didn't know. It, uh, not that he's old or anything, but he got he got started later on in in the yep. game, you know. And mm-hmm. and it's and it's really uh, came out with his own sound and done his own thing. It's been it's been really cool to see. Yeah, his guitar player Noah is actually a, a friend of mine. So, so that's that was kind of cool. His uh, guitar player had a band called Anchor and Bell before, and I've worked with them in the past. And Noah texts me. He's like, dude, Brett Young just picked me up to go on tour with him and ended up becoming part of the band shortly after that. So that's that was pretty cool. That's cool when you start getting those texts and those phone calls from friends that you've yeah. been watching grind for, for so long and, and uh, chase after a dream. And then you start seeing them, you know, see that stuff come to fruition for them. It's, I always really enjoy that. Uh, this group of guys that I wrote my boy with, uh, there's four of us there and there's you know, four or five more that were part of the original group. And now that that entire group of guys has either got publishing deals or record deals or, or something going on. And, and, uh, they, you know, those were the guys that I ended up, you know, planting roots with because I've seen the work ethic in those guys. And when you see, when you see it in somebody, you know, it's there, you know, they're headed somewhere. So Mm -hmm. that's cool. Just try to hop on the train. Let's ride boys. Yeah, Yeah. buddy. (laughs) And so I like to uh, analyze all of our guests' backgrounds every time we do a show. And you know what? That chair you're sitting in, man, that, that's the best-looking chair I think I've ever seen, man. I don't know if it's new old or if it's super old and just well taken care of, but I love it. 
It is super old. Let's see. The tag's still on it. 1961. 61, man. I wouldn't say even older than that, but. It's the original poster and everything. So uh, evidently these these two chairs came out of some hotel in, in uh, Nashville back in the 60s. And uh, I ran into this little old lady that had them. And I, I said, man, I want those chairs. How much you take for them? She said 200 bucks. And they're like in perfect condition. I was like, deal. So, Sold. Yeah, man, this is pretty cool. My my mustard crushed velvet. <laughs> two doves kissing each other and cherub angels in the side. Right, I know. Wow. It's just so unique and awesome, man. Yeah. That is Very good, cool. good stuff. Okay, okay, all right. Enough about chairs and backgrounds. My goodness. Uh, your baby girl. So five and a half weeks, man. Yeah, unfortunately, as you actually discussed in the song, my boy, didn't get those early years. But you get the early years and the early weeks with this baby girl. Tell me about that first diaper change experience, man. <laughs> Dude, my wife didn't have to change a diaper for four days. Uh, I, uh, I I watched her give birth. Uh, dude, literally, I, I, I delivered this child. Like I had Janis Joplin playing on my laptop in the corner of the room. Um, the doctor comes in. I was like, I want to catch her. And he was they thought I was kidding. I was like, no, like, seriously, I, won't, I if you don't care, I would like to. And he said, well, hey, well, I'll just, I'll sit behind here and show you what to do. So he pulled up a chair behind me. I got all suited up and he showed me how to help my wife out and all this stuff. And if you've been there, you know what's going on. And uh, this baby comes out, you know, and I'm, I'm the first set of hands to ever touch her. And that means the world to me, you know, and, but I get her out and I, I'm like, she's cough. She starts coughing, crying. I'm like, Damn, Doc, I got to put her in and pull her out, man. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, man. My lady had a water birth for our youngest daughter. So oh, I, man. I, you know, I got to catch her coming out the water too. And that's a crazy experience because, you know, she's out, but still in, you know, an ambiotic state in the water. So there's no breathing yet. It's, you, you know, I'm just looking at her and it's as if she's still in the womb. And that lasted for like, 10 seconds but it just felt like forever and then lifted up turned mama around and put on chest and that's when you know doctor came in and cleared the throat and we got the first cries and whatnot but that i mean that is literally just give me the chills right now thinking about it every yeah. single time and man. it's it's incredible man it was the coolest thing i've ever seen in my life i i was not everybody asked me they're like it didn't gross you out i was like hell no i could have ordered a pizza and and while well, I was doing yeah, it, me I was too. Like, I don't understand. It's, it's it's incredible, and maybe it's like I've I've helped like I've helped pull calves out before, you know, and and so maybe like from that, I don't know. I just don't have a weak stomach, but she we get her out, and I lay her down on the little examination table, and I'm like, "Hey, baby girl," and she goes, "Hey," and <laughs> I walk her over to my wife and lay her on her chest, and my wife's like, "Hey, little baby," and she's like, "Hey." And she's never made that noise again since we've had her. Like she literally said, "Hey" to us, and the nurses, the doctor, everybody was just like, "Oh my god!" So that was really cool. I mean, I know obviously she didn't really say "Hey," but I'm I'm counting it as her first words. Absolutely, yeah. definitely count it. <laughs> so man, it's just gonna get better too. I have a my my little guy's one little over one right now, and the stuff he says is just he's just now starting to pick up words and my wife was doing something yesterday in the kitchen and she accidentally said a bad word. So she's something dropped out of the fridge. She's like, Oh shit. And Liam, my little guy's like, 
pulls out her drawer. He's like, oh, shit. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, and then you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. So, yeah. So now his new thing is, oh, shit. <laughs> so... Oh man, you got to get yeah, that on video, good. man. There you go. There's a viral TikTok video right there, my friend. Either that yeah, or it's I, a, a viral TikTok video of bad parenting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know it's not supposed to be good, but it's always hilarious. When it you is catch so. It's, 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 it's the, the best thing is when he says we were. Uh, so I've been really big on the whole masking up thing and going to the grocery store and stuff and. And somehow I had said somebody not wearing a mask was being an, I was talking to my daughter because she's like going out and she wants to be with her friends. And I'm like, don't be an idiot. Wear your mask. So we're in Walmart picking up milk for the baby. <laughs> a lady walks by us without the mask on. And my, one of my little guy points goes, oh, idiot. Yeah. I'm like, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So I got some, uh, some nasty looks and, you know, at least I had the mask on. So she didn't. No, she, didn't know, she couldn't see what you look like. It's hard <laughs> exactly. to get embarrassed with the mask on, ain't it? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> well, that's funny. Was... My, uh, my buddy's little boy, he always thought the F word was F-E-C-K. So he got to where he would say, what the feck? <laughs> All the time. He would, like, he would shoot his cap gun. It would run out of caps. And he'd be like, what the feck? <laughs> <laughs> I should teach my boy that. Just have him use that. I'll be good with it. No, I don't think I'd be good with it because no. he's still using it for its purpose. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah. so LV, yeah. w- where are you currently located? What state? I'm in Kentucky. I'm in uh, kind of, well, some would consider it Eastern Kentucky, but uh, the people in Eastern Kentucky are probably slappy for saying that. So I'm kind of central, East Central Kentucky. I'm just going to call it Kentucky. So, yeah. Um, I'm curious to see what the state of the world in as far as if you're cool with talking about it. Uh, state of the world as far as COVID is concerned. How is it? In your neck of the woods, is hey, it? I'll show you. Here, I'll show you. Hang on, just a ooh, ooh, we're getting movement, man. I love this. this is exactly. This is how it is. Oh, you're good. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I need in my life right now. <laughs> it's easy to not give much of a shit as long as you're hanging out right here. Right. Um, no, man. It's a. Uh, so. You know, I come from Nashville. I've been. I was in Nashville for five years. This is my wife's hometown. It's a small town, Kentucky. Uh, for the most part, man, I mean, I went to Walmart today. People are kind of walking around wearing their mask in Walmart. Some people are, some people aren't. Um, the vaccination thing. I know a lot of older people who are, who are like wanting to get vaccinated or have gotten vaccinated. A lot of people my age are very against it. I've been vaccinated. Um, I, I was kind of a anti, anti anti-vaxxer. For a while, and I was just like, "Hell no, that shit's too early. It's too early to put it in my body." But I was going to wait till like next year or till FDA approval or something. But with me being out on the road so much, I thought if there's any like smidgen of hope that I could uh, prevent my family from catching this, I'll go ahead and get the the vaccine. So I did that, and now um, you know I felt good about it, and I have since I got it. I you know I had zero negative side effects other than chills and I slept better than I ever slept in my life and I ever got my vaccine. But, <laughs> um, but now like we're finding out, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't mean you're not going to catch it and you can't spread it. So, you know, I'm, uh, so now it's just like trying to figure out like with the rest of the family, dude, it's important to, uh, I think the thing is, is people don't want to feel like they're being forced to do something. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, we should all, I feel like we should all want to, uh, take part in, in a, in a vaccine or whatever to, 
to help out our fellow man, right? But it's like everything's been so split, and you see that even more, I feel like, in small, small town, rural, you know, USA than anything because everybody's so strong headed and old fashioned and everything. And so it's just, uh, I'm trying to be a little bit of a light where I can be, you know, um, but also have a little bit of that in me, you know what I mean? So it's just like, right. Part of, yeah. There's part of me culturally that just wants to throw a finger in the wind to, to certain things. But I, I try to, uh, the thing that really got me to change my mind was I just decided one night I was going to get on YouTube and watch videos I didn't agree with instead of watching everything that made me feel better about what I thought. And uh, what I noticed is, um, and and I'm you're asking how things are, are around here, and I'm you know I'm kind of not really answering that, but maybe giving a perspective uh, that people from around these parts could maybe benefit from is like. If everybody over here feels like this is 100% the truth and everybody over here feels like this is 100% the truth, then you, then you know something's wrong because this can't all be right and this can't all be right. So somewhere in the middle, right, is, is where, we need to, where we need to find a little grace. And uh, I will say I'm starting to see more and more people in these smaller communities like where we live that are contracting the virus. And, uh, and it makes sense, right, because we don't interact with the outside world as much in the places like you know, Monticello, Kentucky, as we do in Nashville, there's not an airport for two hours, you know, and everybody here goes to the same place to work every day and comes home every afternoon. And, and, uh, but now that it's starting to get here, like, you know, people are starting to really see that this, this isn't a joke, you know, and there's people are dying from this. I know of two people under, under 55 years old last week that died here in this town from it. So, Oh man, it's kind of the same same thing going on here. It's just, we're actually, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. Now the worst city and area in the country, as far as infection rate percentages are concerned. Whereas when this started last year, uh, we weren't, we were, you know, we were all good, but it is caught up. And because it's been so long, there's a lot of those hard headed, you know, individuals, like you said, uh, just same thing here. And it's, it's hard to please them all. I myself, I'll admit it. I've admitted it before. I'm vaccinated as well. I was in the same boat. I wouldn't call myself an anti-vaxxer, but I wasn't, I wasn't sure. I, I, I was like, I'm probably not going to do it, but my lady's very immune compromised. When I found out it's starting to affect kids, I'm like, this is, this is a no brainer. Um, and then what, two months afterwards it got, you know, FDA approved regardless. So I'm good. Just like you, I feel very good about my decision. I don't agree with the fact that some powers that be are forcing it upon people, telling them they have to do that to keep their livelihood. I have an issue with that. It should be your choice, but along yeah. with choices come absolute responsibilities. And, you know, with your freedoms, you got to make the right decisions within those decisions if you decide not to. But yeah, man, it's just a crazy world we live in, man, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, it is. And, but at the same time, hey, man, you can't want to you can't want to not take the vaccine and not wear a mask everywhere you, where you go and, and want that freedom and then get pissed off at a company or some other entity that wants you to to wear a mask or be vaccinated to come into their facility. You know, like that, that should be those their freedoms and choices, too. What I have a problem with is when the government steps in and starts mandating those things and saying yeah. you have to do this or you have to do that. So. Uh, dude, it's a big thing in music right now. And like, I, I know everybody's been talking about this shit for two years and we don't have to linger on it, but something that's really interested me lately is a lot of people are coming out and saying, Hey, you either have to be vaccinated or 
you have to have a negative test result to be able to come to this show or this event. Right. So here's the problem. I know where this is leading. <laughs> yeah. If we know, if we know now that even if you're vaccinated, you could get it and spread it. So do we, re- are we really caring about our, our people coming to the concerts, people coming to the shows? Are we caring about them or are we caring about trying to push the rhetoric? Because the, the real thing should be, Hey, everybody needs a negative test result because we don't want, even though this person's been vaccinated, we don't want them to ha- be asymptomatic and end up getting a person they're sitting beside. Right. Sick, right. right? So you can test them all. That- if that's what you're yeah. going to do, test everybody. My yeah, take on but- what happened is it, it the information is coming so quickly that venues and promoters were like, okay, let's put these into place to make it look like we're, we care and we're doing the right thing. And then it turned into, oh, crap people that have the the vaccine can still get the virus and still spread it so now you know trying to get all these venues to put in another step to get into the venue is i think it's going to be pretty hard this year yeah it's it's going to be tough man and it's hard like the tests are probably expensive they're getting harder to get hold of in places so it's like what do you do and you know we want to work and we want to you know but people people need to be safe too but but my thing is man i just wish we could figure out some way to to word it and and go about it that quits creating more division i feel like when you say it that way you're you're creating even more division and which is in turn pissing people pissing people off that don't want to be vaccinated they're pissing them off even more and turning them against the, the vaccine because they're just like, screw y'all. We you ain't telling me how to live my life, you know? So it's just, it's wild out here, man. It's wild west. Yeah, and and just, all I want to, yeah, all I want to do is get back to being kind, be respectful, realize we're all different. We all have different of opinions. Yes. All get along. Can we get back to 1994? Oh, come on. I'm in. Exactly. I am yeah. in one year out of high yes. school on friggin' just unbeatable. Oh Dude, gosh! Yeah. I was I was no. raising hell on a huffy down a gravel road. No social life. media. <laughs> oh, life was man. so much easier back then. Oh right, and my and on our kids, they did they don't get it. They think oh it's, yeah. the internet That's went the down. Life is horrible, oh, kid. You don't have any idea, boy. You have you no know, idea. You don't know shit. <laughs> It used to take 15 minutes to change pictures on the screen. <laughs> right? Three days wow. to download that song? Come on. And that's oh, that's man. part of the issue, too, right, man? Ever so easy for everyone to have an opinion and to say their opinion without any consequences this day. So these days. So it's just like my buddy said that everyone who uh, comments on social media should wear, what's it called, a haptic suit or a heptic suit? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like if you say something – if you're an asshole about something online, you just get a punch to the gut. Yes. You, know? <laughs> and you understand that that's what's coming, but it's worth it to you to say it anyway, you know? Oh, that would be, we that's should, perfect. we could probably make an incredibly large amount of money if we could implement that somehow. Just like yeah. a, a, like a, a super futuristic AOL chat room where you got to wear these haptic suits in, you know, you got to <laughs> sign a disclosure and you can, here's, you can come in. Here we are, you know, no, no holes bar, but keep in mind, you're going to get punched in the face if someone disagrees. Oh, you know what? I'd be in there and be like, punch, 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 just regardless. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Nick, did you do a fast five? Did you come up with a fast five for LV to set today? Oh, I man. did, but let's uh, let's do. Are you up for one more song? We'll do another song. I was getting there, my friend. I'm right. curious. I, I just I just downloaded the LP and it's freaking amazing. Well, so like it's been on my playlist for the gym for the last few weeks. So I'm like, hmm. 
It's good stuff. Okay, it's okay, fine. Do you want to do a song first? It's up to LV. I don't care. Oh, but LV, before you do that, you, you want to meet my daughter? She's literally calling right now. She's over at, at Grandma's house real quick. Let's see if I can get her on. Avery? Hi, baby. You want to say hi to country superstar LV Shane? Hi. Hi, baby. <laughs> what are you doing, little love? It's <laughs> All right. It's Tuesday in between noon and one o'clock. You know what that means, right? It's podcast time. So I love you, and I have to call you back. Elvis Shane on Dad Cast. What you got for us, man? We weren't the ones running up and down Main Street. We were the back road sixer in the front seat. Knuckles busted, burning rubber, chasing one thing. Counting pennies on the counter for a switch and sweet Friday night live boys, raising up high boys, throwing bottles at the sign, lighting up the sky, running out of town till we ran out of road, running our mouths up and we didn't know. Just young enough to see who wanna be yo, throwing all up cold beer and cheese smoke, throwing all up cold beer and cheese. She wasn't pom-poms running for the prom queen She was a last dance, Mary Jane kind of free She liked to go fast, I had a need for speed I ain't no wonder why her daddy never liked me Raised up a right girl Never home on time, girl. Sitting by my side at eleven fifty-nine, running out of town till we ran out of road, running our mouths up and we didn't know. Just young enough to still want to be old, running on love, go beer and cheap smoke, running on love, go beer and cheap smoke. Friday night light boy, raising them up high boy, stop sign bulls, I she hits it every time, running out of town till we run out of road, running all miles, nothing we don't know, just young enough to still want to be old, running on love, cold beer and cheap smoke, running out of town, running all beer and cheap smoke i'm in i'm in for both let's do it <laughs> and, All it would, right. and and the bourbon what are you drinking on right there lv man i 
I got a little uh, little Blantons I got for my birthday. You ever had any Blantons? Have I not. Have Comes with a. Uh, there's like let's see. There's like seven different little. Is that the headless like, horseman? The legged. Well, oh no! Okay. <laughs> it's just a. So it's a bottle that you buy for somebody for like the birthday or something. I ended up racking up three of them for my birthday. So come on. There you go. Oh, good stuff. And you're almost out. I think you poured the last of it earlier, didn't you? There's, there's two more bottles back here. Oh, all right. <laughs> you go on all day. Uh, amazing, oh, man. man. Thank you for performing for us yeah. live here. I know uh, it, a lot of artists will have issues with performing on less than admirable conditions as far as sound and audio comes out, man. I'm glad glad you did it, man. No, thank you guys. It's just all a bunch of stories, you know what I'm saying? As long as you can hear the stories, that's all I'm worried about. Right. Yeah. I, I you know what? For me, and I think I think I think that's the point you're coming across, but for me, that story and music as we know, songs can take people to different places depending on, you know, their their personal experiences in life, but that song right there, I've never heard it before. It took me back to high school. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. That's I, I don't know if that was your what your point you were getting at, but back to Friday night, Friday night lights, man. Right after the game, going to the pizza place in Merlin, beating up the opposing team. <laughs> that's uh, yeah, man, that's uh, that's where that song's headed. And uh, when uh, when you hear that song in recorded form, you'll you'll notice uh, a uh, you'll notice a little bit of a a line, a direction starting with that song going through some more songs so that's all i can say but uh just just follow along the story when you when you get to hear it all right so you all mentioned right. uh back in earlier in the episode about the uh the, the golf tournament that you do come to in portland um are you a sports fan lv man i if you want me to lie and say yeah i will no i want to i want the honest truth man we don't lie here no man, I gave up on I gave up on sports at, when I was made linebacker at 115 pounds soaking wet, and Mark Williams was the guard, and he was really pissed off at me uh, about talking to his girlfriend. And uh, <laughs> you know, I after that day, I was just like, you know what, sports ain't for me. I've I've never really been a baller, man. I just I just picked up a guitar and, and started doing that, and you know, there's. There's a couple ways to uh, to get girls to look at you in school, and that's either playing music or playing sports. So I chose music, and they still didn't look at me. So. <laughs> well, I bet you they're looking now, and too bad. What about your boy, man? Is he is he uh, sports inclined, artistically inclined? A little bit of both, man. But he is he's very uh, naturally gifted at at, at sports, uh, football, basketball, baseball, whatever. But uh, he's also been playing video games video games for two years now. Uh, because of the pandemic and, and he's grown a little lazy. So I told him he's either going to play sports or go make tacos or hamburgers in town somewhere. So he, right now he is, uh, he's helping the football team out. Uh, just like he's a guy recording plays and stuff during mm-hmm. the game. So they can review and stuff like that. And then baseball season rolls around. He says he's going to get back into baseball, but he's always been really, really good at baseball. Just supernaturally talented. Nice. Who's his team? Who's his baseball team? Man, I don't think he has anyone in particular. Um, depending on uh, which baseball guy I run into these days that I've met along the way, it's their team. Whichever their team is, is his favorite team. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a, it's not a, that's a pretty smart way to handle things, man. 
All right, there, there's okay. a couple of my questions. Nick, I want to hear some Fast Five. So Fast so Five. Fast Five, I'm going to go back to one of JP's questions. Okay, but hold on. Let me explain what Fast Five is. Oh, yeah, my bad. Five fast questions for LV Shane. You can you can give us a, an incredibly lengthy response. You can give us a one-word answer. You can do whatever you want. It's the Fast Five. Nick, go. It has absolutely nothing to do with Fast and the Furious. Vin Diesel. Yes, kids. Okay. <laughs> what is it? Nick's trying to make bad jokes. Just ignore him. Okay. Vin Diesel's kids? Well, yeah. If it's going to piss him off and get him on the show, heck yeah. Does he have kids? The only thing that I know about Vin Diesel is that he likes to sing very very feminine style pop covers on on YouTube. Right. That and he pisses off Dwayne the Rock Johnson. (laughs) All I know is he is Groot. But you know, okay, yeah, okay. Hey, man, anyway, fast five. I'm a so, Vin Diesel fan, but evidently there's this guy I did not know, but he's he's got he's he sings and he dances, so he's got yeah, a record coming actually, out. Yeah, yeah. I actually read that he was more into like that kind of performance other than action movies when he first started. I didn't know, man. I, I know that he does a killer job playing those characters that he's played in all these movies, the badass characters. Yeah, he's, he's a little scary. I wouldn't mess with him. But I can't know. believe Xander Cage is a singer-dancer. Right? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Sorry, Vin Diesel. I had no idea how it got here. I apologize. But, but hey, if you want to be on the show up, sometime. Though, if came on the podcast, we could clear Vinny. all this up. We could. Vinny. <laughs> there he Vinny. goes. He's name dropping. We got LV name dropping for us now. Yeah, going going places. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, Fast right. Five. First question. Does your son use your star power to meet people? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just asked him today if if he because uh, I, I ran into somebody when I was picking him up from school for his orthodontist point and I asked him today I said do people ask you uh, about me at school and he he said yeah sometimes and I said is it helping with the girls at all and he he just grinned real big so I don't know if, I don't know if that means yeah or if he <laughs> that's a yes stupid. that's a yes so, awesome. maybe so yeah, so maybe. that that question came from you just toured with Miranda Lambert so. uh you know, <laughs> I'm a big Miranda fan. <laughs> Dude, Miranda's awesome. She she is was the kindest person I've I've ever been out on the road with to date. Um, every night after the show, she had her airstream out there, which she has set up as a bar. Everybody, free drinks, la- you know, lawn chairs sitting out. Everybody's sitting around, hanging out, listening to '90s country, having a oh, drink. Very and, cool. And uh, yeah, man, she was just super friendly. She made sure and gave every person that was out on the road opening for some, you know, one-on-one time, talk to them. And, uh, you know, she's, she's just as sassy as, as everyone thinks she is. Like, you never know if you're about to get the, a big hug or get your ass slapped sometimes, <laughs> but, uh, but she, she was super cool, man. I can't wait oh, to, to cool. run into her again. I love that. Miranda Lambert closing for LV Shane. Good stuff. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite thing about being a dad? Dude, I mean, Honestly, just the the pressure of the responsibility of it, like I feel like it just steers my life into a uh, a much better direction and uh, keeps keeps me grounded, keeps something uh, something in my sights. Um, whereas you know, used to I could just go out and, and fall deeply into my debaucherous nature and not think twice about it. But these days, it's like if I, if I start to get a little 
wild or a little bit of that uh, older me creeps in, then, you know, I have these two constant reminders, not only two, but three, and my wife as well back home to remind me, you know, what I could be sacrificing if I if I go too far off in the pudding. But uh, <laughs> but that ain't to say I don't enjoy being a little bit of my old self every now and then, you know, but I I, I never, they, they just help, uh, they just help put up the boundaries, you know what I mean, and, and uh, make me a better version of, of who I am. Very cool. Um, so you're back home in your hometown. What is your go-to order at your favorite restaurant? Well, this is not my hometown. So I would get in trouble if anyone from my hometown seen me say that my hometown (laughs) is Caneyville, Kentucky, but right here in Monticello, Kentucky, where I live now, there is this awesome place called the city pool hall. And it's, it's this little old beat up ass looking restaurant on the square with three, uh, three pool tables in it, but they make the greasiest, most amazing hamburgers on this flat cast iron skillet all day long. It, it is incredible. So I'm trying to get them to name this burger because I always order the same way. It's two, uh, single burger, single, single burger, shit. Can't talk single burger, <laughs> two slices of cheese, onion, honey, or onion, oh, dear ketchup, God. mustard, uh, hot sauce, Salt and pepper. Yeah, there we go. You're friggin' oh, killing God. me right now, Elvis Shane. So good. Killing me. So oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, so I'm so I can't even do the bun, but that sounds like amazing just with the lettuce wrap. Oh, mm. oh, so good. And All you right. get a lettuce wrap too. Yeah. Question number five. Love that. We got to move past okay. the food, or I'm going to freak out. All right, I'll skip the next food one. Sorry. <laughs> Is that a seriously another food question? No, I was just going to make one up just to piss you off. Oh, well, that wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> do it. So do it, Nick. Yeah, yeah. Board. On the spot. Go ahead. I dare you. Come on. Come up with a food question. Top your what head. Your favorite dessert. <laughs> All right. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, dude. You're I think crazy. he's pouring it. So, uh, no, I actually make this thing where you put croissant rolls in a glass. All my family loves this. I put croissant rolls in the bottom in the bottom of a glass dish, and then I pour strawberry applesauce in it, and then I mix Butter and brown sugar in a, in a little pan and heat it up together. Make some caramel, you know, pour that inside there. Another layer of croissant rolls, more butter, brown sugar, and then half a Sprite and throw it in the oven for like 30 minutes, 25, 30 minutes at 350 and eat it with some ice cream. Put that in your bowl and eat it, JP. <laughs> I'm in. You send me that recipe. I'll make oh that. Oh, uh, I can eat tomorrow night or tonight. We'll, we'll make it. We will make it. All right. Last question. If you could have a billboard with anything on it, what would it be and why? Oh, with anything on it? Right now, in this world, quit hating each other because you disagree. That's it. Love it. That's the message everybody needs to hear right now. Simple to the point and then with a period right at the end. Yeah. I'm going to add a question uh, because I'm surprised Nick hasn't added this one. Because uh, I ask it of a lot of the guests when we do the Fast Five. I'm just, it really intrigues me. Um, LV Shane, you can, and, I, and I'm tweaking a little bit, Nick, here. I'm tweaking the question just a tad. LV Shane, you can perform with any artist or band, living or dead. Who would it be? Um, living or dead. I would love to share a night at Red Rock with Steve Earle. All right. Great answer. It'd be amazing. It'd be cool. Last yeah, guy. Who was it? That... Rhyming last night, but I missed it. 
Who was it? Uh, it was uh, Ken Ken Block said uh, Tom Petty on, a, on one of our recent podcasts. That, Ken Block is in the car driver. Ken Block. No, no, no. Sister Hazel. Ken Foot. Okay. Foot. Okay. Like, did I get the name wrong? Ken Block. Its name's Ken Block. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's two guys named Kim Buck. Yeah, yeah. Not 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 the driver. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, man. Well, goodness. So so what's on tap? What's next for LV Shane? Man, uh, we take off this weekend. We're heading on the road for our first weekend with Brooks and Dunn on their tour. Super pumped oh, wow. for that. Um, pretty much that'll finish out our year. I got a couple little one-off gigs here and there. But uh, I'm going to take as much time as I can, November through February, with the family and uh, take off next year. And hopefully, you know, this song is continuing to go up the charts. I would love to see it go number one. But where it's at right now, it's been pretty amazing to experience already. Um, Hopefully, man, I just continue to find balance between uh, being a family man and being an artist and uh, an entertainer. And I'm able to move forward and uh, make my team proud and make my family proud and uh, and be able to lay my my head down at night and be comfortable with the uh, message that I'm putting out to the world. Love that. Where were you the first time you heard yourself on the radio? Uh, the first time I heard myself on the radio, I was in, I believe I was right down the road here on a on a local station uh 90 z93 in monticello kentucky i was on uh i was on uh what's it called old 90 they call it it's called gap the ridge and i turned in and my song came on which was an older song that's not out there anymore uh but that was a local station playing it and uh you know small town kentucky the first time that i ever heard my song on uh, on the radio after uh, we came out with the single and like officially went to radio, I was in Houston, actually on my way to play a radio gig, and I was in a uh, I was in a rental and on the on the radio station the the song came on and they were talking about me so I thought that was pretty sick, um, cool. and that's hey and that's there's so many different forms right now of radio right like you have your small independent stations your local stations you have you have media based billboard all that stuff but you also have uh, serious, the highway and those guys have been awesome to me as well. So yeah, we uh, actually had Stormy Warren on, and that's so that was it, that was pretty cool. And he's yeah, I love Stormy man. Uh, I haven't met him in person yet, but I had uh, I've had a lot of fun talking to those guys on uh, on Zoom and stuff. And uh, you know, those guys are they're a really integral part of all of this as well. There's a lot of uh, people who you know, they come up and they, they make it on the highway and, and, you know, then radio takes notice sometimes of those things, yep. uh, a media base and billboard and takes notice of that. So those, those guys are out there really uh, helping out up and coming artists. And I got a lot of respect for what they're doing on that platform. Fun fact, your boy JP here has worked in radio for the past 20 years of his life, mostly uh, corporate terrestrial radio, your, your major FMs, at least wherever I've worked Southern Oregon. Uh, but I left terrestrial radio about a year and a half ago, right before pandemic hit last year. And I pursued opening or finishing the opening of my own radio station. It's called pirate radio P Y R A T E radio free plug. Go check it out. Go download the app party people. And uh, I am my own boss. I, I, I had to unlearn everything I learned in terrestrial radio because the rules don't apply with pirate and it's been so 
just awesome being able to do what I want with no one telling me how to do radio because I'm not perfect, but I'd like to think I've got a really, really good grasp on how radio works because I've done so many different genres, worked for a few different companies, and now I can apply that all in my own station. I'm talking too much. Long story short, Elvis Shane, do you have any tracks that have, I don't know, like like a vacation-y tropical feel to it? Because that's kind of my deal with pirate radio. It's, you know, like the, the beach tunes, the Zach Brown bands, the uh, that that feel of country music. And I would be honored and have no problem putting you in rotation on my radio station, which has about... A hundred thousand listeners worldwide any every single day, give or take. Um, it's it's not out in the world yet, but we just worked up a song very recently, uh, called Heartbreaks and Headaches that I, I wrote with my little brother actually, that's gonna be on the record um whenever it hits the world. Okay. But uh but Look out for heartbreaks and headaches when okay. that comes out. That that's got the vibe you're looking for. All right. So if or well not if when that comes out, I I am I'm I'm going to put that out in rotation on Pirate Radio, so you can add that to your accolades of uh, being on the set list, on the tracks, in rotation on a real radio station. Man, come on, baby. Yeah, it's awesome that you're doing that, man. It's uh, it's important to. Uh, to follow your passions and, uh, and, you know, be your own boss when you have the opportunity to be And the downside of it all is that I'm learning these days when you do what you love, uh, you, you sometimes can, sometimes can do it too much. You would think the whiskey's got to me the way I'm talking, but I've literally <laughs> only had like maybe a shot and a half over right? the last hour. So have you eaten today? I have, I've ate plenty. So, it's just, it's just, uh, it's just my hillbilly speech impediment, I guess. It's just working against <laughs> I've also realized that when you follow your passions and you don't work for someone, you actually end up working twice as hard. But that's you okay because I enjoy doing it. Yeah, you work twice as hard. You work twice as long. Sometimes, sometimes that can be a that can be a blessing and a curse. But yep. I like what you guys are doing with this, man. I appreciate you. Uh, you know, it's, I think it's uh, I think it's cool to highlight not only you know being a father or a parent, but, you know, bringing people on from different walks of life and, and, you know, trying to get their stories because it's all different, especially like when you, when you come into someone's life as a step parent or, or whatever, you know, you adopt a kid or, or whatever. It's just, it's such a, it can be such a struggle. You know, we actually, I wrote my boy with those guys from a, from a perspective of hope, actually, it wasn't like an acknowledgement of, of my relationship with my son at the time, but it was more of a hope of that's what it could be one day at that point. And, and uh, also like a way to let him know my intentions coming into his life when he was old enough to hear the song and understand it. So, uh, you know, I, I appreciate the outlet, man. And, and I, I also just appreciate outlets like this that allow us to, to have real conversations with each other. And I think that so much gets, censored these days and and uh people you know they expect to hear one thing or they they hear someone's music and they automatically think that they are this way and you know hopefully i I don't disappoint anybody but at the same time i i am i am me and that's that's who i'm gonna be and and i i just want other people to be themselves and i want us to to accept each other for who we are and and uh and and move on through life and and just have each other's backs and have cool conversations and 
things like this allow us to do that. So thank you guys. You're very welcome. And on that note, uh, I don't think I could have ended an episode any better. So I'm just going to end it right there. Ladies, gentlemen, wherever you may be listening, however you may be listening, however you may be watching this, whenever that time may be, uh, put your hands together in the car, wherever you're at for Mr. LV Shane. Thank you so much for coming on dad gas, man. You are amazing. And of course, to everyone listening and watching, thank you so much for your support. If you're interested in being on the show, uh, Go to our website, dadcast.co, drop us a line. We'll get you on the show. We'll talk. We'll chit-chat. We'll have a good time. If you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe, like, comment, hit the bell, all that good stuff, and we will see you on the next episode. One more time, LV Shane. God bless you guys. Appreciate you. Thank you so much, man.